Good chunk of the audience absolutely loves heaping scorn on Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Much of it well-deserved, no doubt. Some of it not at all deserved, and some of it just plain absurd, but so be it. He is public enemy number one for a lot of Albertans. We know that. We've seen the flags and the bumper stickers, right? Jagmeet Singh, though, manages to evade a whole lot of attacks. At worst, he might get sideswiped in a, in a Singh-Trudeau coalition drive-by, but he's not a target. Nowhere near the kind of target that Justin Trudeau is. Are we giving him a pass unfairly? We're going to have a chat about that with Adam Pankratz, a lecturer at the University of British Columbia's Sauter School of Business. Adam, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Nice to be with you, Shane. It seems like Singh sort of found himself in a, in a pretty sweet spot basically his entire career, right? Even how he found himself in the position of leader of the NDP was a, kind of a stroke of luck. Well, I think that's right. I think if you look back over uh, his entire career, it's really been a case of continually falling up, right? His his uh, seats, uh, the NDP seats under him have continually gone down, yeah. yet because of uh, political fortune, he's been in a minority parliament where he has been supporting the Liberals and thus has had an outsized say and presence, even though his election performance has been quite dismal. Um. It's, But you take a look at, like you say, his electoral record, not good, not good at all, but he's managed to stay in as leader. He's also found himself, you know, within the House, despite the fact that he's really never made any gains electorally, in a, in, you know, he's the kingmaker. He's in this position where he, he holds the balance of power basically through, you know, no fault of his own. Uh, it's it's not uh, his fault that, that that's the verdict that Canadian electors uh, return to him for sure. But um, you know it is it is a, a lucky position to be in. And when we look at you know really what has he achieved or how does he hold the Liberals to account, um, it's really unclear what he's done uh, with that good fortune. And uh, you know it, it the most extreme example that we're seeing of that is the Emergencies Act inquiry, where he's even used uh, just recently, only a couple of days ago, that he probably wouldn't pull the plug on the government, even if it were found out that there were improper use of the Emergencies Act. Mm-hmm. So it seems a totally unconditional support for really very little in return for the NDP. Like, what have they, what have they gained or how have they improved their position over these two minority parliaments? It's really not clear at all how that's happened. But, I mean, in some ways, I mean, if you think about it, has he not done quite well with this position? I mean, there's no way that NDP policy is ever going to be enacted in this country by them winning an election. And I think Singh recognizes that. So he has managed to see a couple of his, you know, his platform policies, be it dental care or child care or whatever, at least be pushed into the conversation. And some of them have actually happened, you know, in exchange for propping up the government. So hasn't he leveraged it somewhat, uh, you know, successfully? I mean, I think if you would ask the wider public, I think as so often has happened, um, the NDP has been kind of fleeced by the Liberal Party. I mean, the Liberal Party is going to get the credit uh, for the dental program. Uh, They're going to get the credit for all of those policies. And when you look at the relationship that uh, Mr. Singh has had with Mr. Trudeau, it's it's really been a one-way Liberals dictating, Liberals deciding, and then taking what may what may be good ideas, right? But taking those ideas, uh, implementing them, getting the credit, and not 
not sharing that with the NDP. So, um, you know, I think when when you look at how is Parliament being held to account, how is um, how is this reflecting on the NDP overall? It really doesn't look good overall for the NDP, and I, I don't think they're going to get the benefit for even some of the ideas that, that might be positive. And, you know, you make a good point in terms of he, in reality, is a member of the opposition. He's an MP, a leader of an opposition party, and their job, their primary job uh, under the system that we have is to hold the government to account. And like you say, that's just plain not happening with the NDP. It, it doesn't happen. I mean, and this is the, the odd thing, right? From from day one, when the supply and confidence agreement to support the Trudeau Liberals was struck, um, <clears throat> the main the main thing that Mr. Singh has done is tweet rather angrily yeah. and and bash the Liberals uh, and complain about all these things that they're doing that the NDP would do different or that the NDP doesn't like. And the question is, well, you know, who is in a position to do that? Well. You, Mr. Yeah. Singh, right? You are the person who could change this, but you you talk a big game about it, but you don't actually do anything about it. And um, and and again, the, the most egregious example that seems we're already getting the groundwork laid for is is the the the, the Emergencies Act, right? That even that would not be enough for um, the NDP to pull their support. Well, if that isn't enough, then what is, right? What, what could possibly be enough to hold a government to account who improperly used um, a, a legislation that suspended the democratic freedoms of Canadians? Well, if that's not enough, this is never, <laughs> never going to change. And if the, li- if the Liberals know that, then they're, again, just going to do even more what they already want um, you know, it's a political calculation. Whenever you're talking about a politician, they're making the political calculation. So what's the upside? I mean, is it hurting him within his party or uh, broad, more broadly than within the NDP? I mean, he seems to be quite comfortable with where he is. Um, is there a possibility that this position that he finds himself in could go away and he may no longer be leader? I mean, is there any kind of, other than you and I sitting here talking today, is there an outcry about Jagmeet Singh and the way he's handling his position in the House? Well, from within the NDP, there doesn't really seem to no. be very much of one, which is which is really you know a, a, quite a serious indictment of the situation of the party. I mean, the political calculation, in so much as as I can see it, is that the NDP is broke, and the NDP, um, you know, they don't have the money to fight an election, and so they're just trying to limp along. And uh, and haven't had a coherent message uh, for Canadians that they think they can improve their chances electorally, despite very mediocre performance um, from from the Liberals. And the Liberals, you know, politically deserve a lot of credit in that sense that they have really completely marginalized the NDP um, and and taken out any differentiation that the NDP might have been able to establish on the left side of the spectrum, right? And that, mm-hmm. um, I think, for many voters, um, they would they would rather, who are going to vote Liberal or NDP, they would rather put their vote um, with the Liberals for the moment because they think that is a, a higher chance of, of getting some type of power in Parliament. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. Interesting conversation. Adam, thank you so much for joining us today. Always a pleasure. Thank you. That's Adam Pankratz, who is a lecturer at the University of British Columbia's Sauter School of Business. And he's right. And I know a lot of you get really, really angry about it. And I'm seeing it on the text line, how Singh is just, you know, there to prop up Trudeau. And that's really all he's interested in. He's not doing any of the work of an opposition MP. And I guess 
there are there's an argument to be made that that's ultimately how our system works. And I think in some instances you can point to Jugmeet Singh and say, you know what? For a guy who's never going to be elected prime minister and never be in a position to actually see any of his party's policies brought in that way, he's done a pretty damn good job of finding an end run. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.